You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. Three, two. Refuse for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech, that's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team, no heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hard true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Welcome, everybody, to At The Diner on the GGR Pirate Radio Network. My name is Mike Lunsford. I'm your host. I'm also the editor-in-chief of our website. It is greatgeekrefuge.com. You guys should check it out. There's lots of great articles. In fact, we just posted a couple, too, that you guys should definitely go check out. Um, We did a review of the Christmas movie. It's on Netflix. It's called Jingle Jangle. You can check that out. It's in our movies and TV section. Uh, You can also see all of the episodes of The Mandalorian for this uh, past season for season two. Uh, That's all. Actually, all of those have been done by Chelsea House, so check those out. Uh, But lots of great podcasts as well. You can check those out too. In fact, I have most of the podcast crew with me here right now. So I'm going to go around the table. I'm going to introduce the guys who are part of my co-hosting team for this final episode of 2020. So the first thing that I want to do, though, is it's the holidays, right? We got all this cool stuff going on. It's a holiday, and we love watching holiday movies. We love listening to holiday songs. GGR did one. In fact, I did an ass load of editing for it. I did all the sound effects. I did all of the effects for it. But also, I have two of the actors and one of the musical consultants. Like, doesn't that sound like a fucking cool title, musical consultant? Um, I've got them. I've got them on right now with me on this podcast. That project is called GGR is a Christmas Carol. It's if you go to the old GGR Pirate Radio feed, which is on Spotify, it's everywhere. It's the last episode. It's A Christmas Carol. You guys can check it out. We worked really, really hard on it. I got some amazing performances from the people um, in this room, this virtual room, as it were, but also from all of the actors who were involved. It was a ton of fun. We raised we raised over $2,000 for charity for this, uh, by basically by proxy with this play. Uh, we did a live read last week. It was, just, it was a ton of fun to do, but it was just a really enriching thing as well because we were able to, to make a difference, and uh, that's always important. So... Let me introduce you to some of those people that were involved in A Christmas Carol, but are also going to be uh, on the podcast this evening. I have in the co-host seat, you know him, you love him. He was the guy who wrote that theme song that you heard at the beginning of the podcast. He's a talented musician. You can check him out on Bandcamp. Make sure you look him up. But his name is MC Brooks. AKA Not Kid Flash. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a that's a very specific mention there. So. <laughs> 
That's important. Uh, yeah, important <laughs> distinction. Yeah, it is my mistake on that one. So we've also got uh, the third member of our At The Diner podcasting team, a talented artist when it comes to the visual arts. Uh, you can check out his stuff. He's on Etsy. It is the art of James Rambo. I pretty much just gave away his name there. It's James Rambo. <laughs> hey, everybody. We've also got courtesy of the Fantastic Forum, which is a radio show. You guys can check it out on WERA 96.7 FM out of Arlington. It is on at 4 p.m. on Saturdays, but you can also check it out on the web at WERA.FM. Or if you like the podcasts, well, you're listening to us, so we know that you do. Check them out, too. He's got a podcast. It's called The Fantastic Forum Podcast. You can find that wherever you need to find it. He's a talented man. He's a great friend as well. His name is Ulysses E. Campbell. Well, thank you for that wonderful introduction, Mike. I prepared myself for this podcast this evening. So <laughs> I wrote some stuff down. So uh, as I mentioned, we did the Christmas Carol. Um, Mr. Mr. Campbell himself, he was the voice of Jacob Marley. Um, James Rambo was the voice of uh, the Ghost of Christmas Present. And then MC Brooks was my musical consultant because he found um, licensed free music that I could use that I didn't think he could find. And that was incredibly helpful in this uh, in this endeavor that we did. So I was I was very, very happy with the way that this turned out. And I wanted to thank you guys again for, for all the hard work that you did, so. You're welcome. I'm glad somebody said something. <laughs> it's gonna be really weird and awkward, so. <laughs> what I wanted to do is I wanted to jump off um, and start with what we missed last week because holy shit. Like, we missed last week, and Disney just decided to say, like, hey, we're, are you guys bummed because 2020 kind of sucked? Let us give you some hope for all the dope shit we got going on for the next, like, I don't know, three or four years, and proceeded to just, like, is there a project you like that Disney's involved with in some way, shape, or form? Guess what? They got some new shit coming out. That's basically the easiest way to explain it. There's so much stuff coming on. Uh MC, did you get a chance, like, do you have, like, a list, like, a running list of the stuff that that was announced so we can kind of, like, go through it here and, and talk about the stuff that we saw that we really enjoyed? Yeah, just, I actually just Googled it, Googled it myself because I felt like I, sh I should have something like that. <laughs> I actually, I found a really good link, too, and I'm going to send it to you, to everybody in the chat here, so you guys can look at it as well, so, you know, we can reference it if we need to. Because, I don't know, there was, like, this show that I was on on Tuesday where we talked about this, too, and then there was this one guy who just, like, talked about a whole bunch of other stuff, so we never even got to talk about half the stuff that was happening, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I don't think Roberto listens to the podcast, which is unfortunate, but I love you, Roberto. <laughs> but, man, to his credit, he took us off on a, down a rabbit hole that I did not expect, and we talked about the comics industry and we talked about the movie industry. And I was like, well, I thought we were going to be talking about Disney shit, but OK, cool. And it was a really great conversation. So, hey, you can hear that this Saturday. Look at this. I found a way to plug it too. <laughs> Saturday at 4 p.m. on WERA. If you're in the Arlington area, it's again, it's 96.7 FM or you can go to WERA.FM and you can listen to it. But yeah, like. Disney, Disney, Disney. Um, MC, kick us off, man. Let's talk about some of these things that are uh, that are happening uh, within the next couple of years here with Disney. Uh, I mean, we're, we're, I don't even, even. I don't even know. Right? Where to start. Let's 
let's start with the weirdest because I thought that this was really, really interesting because it was it came up on our live stream when we were doing the um, the live stream for Christmas Carol. Let's talk about Buzz Lightyear for a second because this is the weirdest idea that I've heard of that's going to be fucking awesome. Like, I, I don't even know how to begin with this. Like, and, and I'll read it right off the, the webpage here. Uh, Pixar revealed that it's making a movie called Lightyear, which it is called The Definitive Story of the Original Buzz Lightyear. It comes out in June of 2022, and we'll start Chris Evans' as Buzz Lightyear. And just to be clear, he, he, um, he not so helpfully explained on Twitter, this isn't Buzz Lightyear the toy. This is the origin story of the human Buzz Lightyear that the toy is based off of. Fucking what? Like, <laughs> it's that's a really weird and in no way clear explanation of <laughs> what that movie is going to be. Because exactly. like, like the reason me and Casey started butting heads about it, I was like, no, it's it's this, and he's like, no, nah, I, I, I think it's this other thing. And I'm like, but that what? No, that because I I just assumed it was going to be Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, the animated series they did. It was going to be the origin to that, which it might still be, but it might also be like if Buzz Lightyear was like a Chuck Yeager style uh, a fighter pilot and he ended up like inspiring the toys, but maybe not. Like, if, I don't, I don't know. It seems like a lot of extra work on Disney and Pixar's part as opposed to just making a Buzz Lightyear story. Well, like, and, and that's the thing that I'm wondering too, is like, is this, are they trying to say that like in the Toy Story universe and the Pixar verse, that there was a real member of Star Command named Buzz Lightyear? Or is this going to be even more meta than that, where it's going to be like, I, I don't even know, man. It's already blowing my mind. Like, or is it just going to be simple where it's like, hey, we, we did this cartoon and then the cartoon became a toy. Like that that's I don't know, yeah. man. I'm well, you know, there there's a picture. There's a picture, and you might be able to glean some clues from the picture. Have you seen there the definitely some images of him? Yeah. Or uh, rather image of him. Um oh, the one and, with where the helmet? Yeah. Yeah. And you can see like a reflection of the uh control console, and if you look in the background. You know, there seems to be some detail of the interior of the craft, you know, a little bit. And, of course, he's got this look of determination. I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. I'm, so I, I think that what Evans is talking about in that tweet is he's saying in the Toy Story movies, Buzz Lightyear, like Buzz Lightyear, Woody all they're actually, they're toys, Right. I'm not voicing a toy. I am voicing a man named Buzz Lightyear. And so I, I do think that it is still like Buzz Lightyear, Star Command, the origin story. Mm -hmm. um, do you, you guys know what I'm talking about? The the show that used to run on UPN? The, car yeah. the cartoon. Yeah, one. I remember. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and it, it seemed like based on the, I mean, the it, it's not even fair to call it a teaser, um, the 30 second, uh, uh, really like 10 or 20 second, uh, uh, image of something going, uh, uh, you know, like hyperspeed, um, 
it might be a Farscape, Farscape or Planet of the Apes kind of situation where he's, you know, a human man from Earth that ends up, you know, shunted into the future or some parallel universe uh, and joins Star Command uh, or helps or hell helps start, you know, helps form it. Um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting way to approach this. Um, and it's, it's, a it's, it's also a very shrewd way to keep milking that teat, um, <laughs> uh, of Toy Story without, you know, kind of stepping on too many toes with regard to, um, uh, trying to, to, to drag out the, the stories of the toys themselves, because if this is successful, there's nothing that says you can't have a Woody movie as well. Yeah. Cow- that Cowboy was and Woody. The point yeah. I was going to bring up. Yeah. <laughs> well, assuming that Woody was based on a real cowboy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but which, I know what you mean. Which for me, it kind of begs the question. Cause um, the entire time you're talking Rambo, I was trying to figure out whether, when you're talking about the Buzz Lightyear character here, like, is it a man who plays the character of Buzz Lightyear? Like, for example, Grant Gustin plays the Flash, and they would have Flash toys. So is it a situation where Chris Evans is voicing a man who plays the character of Buzz Lightyear who also gets the toy line, which is the Buzz Lightyear we know? Or is it an actual person named Buzz Lightyear who actually did the thing? I think it's an actually it's actually the guy. I don't think he's playing an actor playing the character. Um, I think that the, I, I, I mean, and like also, there's 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 two ways to look at this. Also, one, this is bad marketing on one hand because we don't know what the hell it is, um, and it should be. Though. Yeah. Well, but the second I mean, thing is it's it's a it's a genius idea because we're all talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. And trying to figure out what's going on. Um, I think the fact that he looks like the toy is also also lends itself more toward it being, you know, a guy named Buzz Lightyear. Um, I think it's 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 more sort of meta storytelling where like this is the this is the movie you would get inside the world of Toy Story. Like Andy Witten saw this movie. Oh, Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like this. This is the 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 you know not necessarily the grim and gritty version, but the the you know the cool badass like you know, re reimagined version of, of Buzz Lightyear um, that, you know, maybe he worked on when he grew up. Um, that would be, that would be a crazy, like he, he made a Buzz Lightyear movie. Like he's an adult now because he gave away the toys at the end of Toy Story 3. Mm-hmm. So he's like reliving his childhood in a way, but he's also like a graphic designer or like a movie director, you know, he's like the next Spielberg or something like that because he was a creative kid growing up. So yeah, that would, that would be I would I would enjoy the shit out of it, or, or also like on the flip side too, like let's just say you take it in a different direction, where Buzz Lightyear was just like, like a like an astronaut, but he's like a hero astronaut, you know, like the the, the spaceship that he was on, the Star Command was like gonna crash into Earth, but like Buzz Lightyear, hero commander, jumps in and like grabs the controls and like veers the ship into the ocean and saves everybody and he becomes a hero and then they like basically like anthropomorphize the human being and they're like hey you're such a cool hero and everybody loves you that we've turned you into a cartoon and we have action figures and you have a jetpack and 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 a laser blaster and he's like i don't have any of those things in real life and they're like no 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 it's for the kids you know like yeah, and it just becomes <laughs> yeah exactly right yeah 
Yeah, it would be. I mean, it would be interesting. But either way, like you said, we're talking about it. That's the important part. <laughs> yeah, like, like at the end of the day, that's that's yeah. the most important part. Yeah, is it's being discussed. Yeah. Um. So yeah, can't fault what for I, it. What I wanted to do is I wanted to go kind of roundtable here. Uh, MC, of all of these things that you saw, what would you say like excited you the most? What's the one you were just like, oh shit, this is gonna be awesome. Like everything Marvel announced, I, I don't even know if I can pick like a particular thing because I was just as excited for Ironheart as I was for the first look at uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, the first look at Loki. Um, what's the, uh, the, the, uh, the I am Groot teaser show that they're going to be doing armor wars. The, what if the, the, what if the, what if teaser we got like everything that Marvel showed. Cause I like, I think realistically the, the fact they saved it for last is because they knew that's the thing that everyone was going to be really looking forward to. You know, not everyone is a fan of Star Wars, and as you guys put so eloquently, nobody hates Star Wars like Star Wars fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, they, you know, so like, you know, people were going to be up and down about that, about the Nat Geo stuff, uh, some of the other animated stuff that was just for kids. But like the Marvel thing, you know, is, is like the big thing that everyone's excited for. And that's for like everything that they announced. Because there was just so much, there's just so much shocking stuff that I just don't feel like any anybody even really saw them doing or, or saw coming at any point in the near future. I mean, it seems like they already have their plate full just with the stuff they had for Phase Five for the next couple, um, like the next two to three years already between the movies and the TV shows they have coming out. But then to announce all this stuff. That's seemingly coming in the next two to two to three years. In addition to the stuff that they already had, I mean, it sounds like a lot, and and I'm excited for every single thing. So, I want to jump in real quick and say something I normally don't do. Normally, you know, for the most part, I'm pretty positive about just about every project that's coming out. Like, you very rarely hear me criticize anything. However. <clears throat> clearing my throat for this one uh, <laughs> when it comes to falcon and the winter soldier i wanted to see more i get it it's a teaser um but what what irks me is i have seen whether it be a man flying in a suit or with metal wings and a jet pack or a f-16 fighter jet fly through a canyon while somebody's shooting shit at him <laughs> so many times that i'm sick of it now and like, I, I didn't think I would ever actually have a response like like this. But in watching that trailer for Falcon and Winter Soldier, when he's flying through that canyon and they're shooting at him and shit, I was like, please do something else. I've seen this so many times. This is so old. Please give me something different. And I've never actually felt that way. And it was like the most fanboy feeling I've ever had in my life. I was like, <laughs> what is wrong with me? Like, it. I still, I'm still gonna watch the shit out of this show. I think it looks awesome. I think all of the Marvel stuff looks great. The Loki one, by far, though. What the fuck is going on with that show? And boy, does that look like fun. <laughs> and like... The T.B. Cooper thing, man. Yeah, that... that... That was what I was like, son of a bitch. Are you for real? Yeah. Is that what we're doing? Okay. All right. Yeah. You 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 already have my interest. And I was already going to watch it. But now I'm yeah. excited. They don't even need money, but you're just grabbing money out of your wallet and handing it to them. <laughs> yeah. You don't even know yeah. why. Just throwing it um, on my television. <laughs> exactly. WandaVision. I think WandaVision looks looks oh, phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the trailer for um, 
what's it called? The What If, the cartoons, the, those look great. Um, Yuli, I know you had mentioned one on, on Fantastic Forum. Um, were there any that really jumped out to you that was like, man, this looks like it's going to be killer? Well, um, I'm kind of with Brooks in that uh, there is so much stuff that I'm excited about. Uh, I mean, I can tell you that uh, the announcement about the uh, John Watts Fantastic Four, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited about. I've been waiting for a in canon good fantastic four movie for a long time and i've got to believe that marvel studios can actually do it so i'm sort of excited about that but uh also that uh well of course loki that uh, armor wars thing with don Cheadle. uh you know apparently their plans for a moon knight series um uh, there's just uh, some of the Star Wars stuff too. That Rangers of the old Repu- of the Re- of the New Republic. Oh my rather, god! That, that, All that, the I Star mean, Wars. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm wondering what the heck that's about, and you know, because they've got some really great directions that yeah. they can take on that. Um, so it's, uh, I mean, almost literally everything they talked about, and it was. I started uh, posting some trailers to the fantastic forum Facebook page. And it was like, there was just too much stuff. I'm like, I can't possibly put all this stuff up. (laughs) It's like, what in the heck? (laughs) And that's never happened before. (laughs) We, we talked about this on your show and I wanted to mention it here too. Disney was smart, was real smart doing this because they make themselves look so good right now because every other every other um dis- uh, distribution center every other um production facility at this at this point like every company is like well you know things are rough and we haven't figured out what we're going to do with the pandemic and how we're going to put movies out and we don't really know what we're going to do and we keep pushing our big budget things like Wonder Woman back and Disney's like <laughs> Here's everything. Yeah, and then, and then on, and then on top of that, it makes you completely forget that about the HBO Max announcement with all of those movies that they announced were going to be coming mm-hmm. to the service next year. Like yeah. nobody is talking about that anymore. No, no, Disney trumped everyone. Like they they are on everybody's lips. Like the, this is what everyone is talking about. And like Star Wars did in my opinion, the best thing they possibly could have done because so many people keep, well, not so many and and you're starting to see it go away, which is awesome. But there were a lot of people there for a while who were like, Oh, I think we're getting franchise fatigue and people are getting tired of star Wars. And Disney's like, no, they're not. Here you go. Here's like 80 things. And, and what, what happened instead of people being like, no, you're going to kill star Wars. The, the joyous, like, you could hear it, like 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 Obi Wan says, you know, it was as as if a million voices shouted out all all at the same time. But this time it was in joy. Like so many people were just like, oh shit, we're getting we're gonna they're gonna do Rogue Squadron. We're getting a Rogue Squadron movie, and we're getting a, Patty Jenkins is directing that. Holy shit! Like everybody lost their shit, and like it was the it was awesome because I have been a l- very vocal proponent of. I'm sick of hearing angry Star Wars fans tell everybody how they fucked up the franchise and how they fucked up their childhood. And this is dr- drowning them all out. Yeah. And it's it, it's fantastic. And uh, like somewhere, somewhere, Kathleen Kennedy is just laughing like 
on a bed full of like cash, just rolling in the cash, just <laughs> laughing at all the fanboys saying that she's going to get fired. Like <laughs> dabbing the tears from her eyes with the hundred dollar bills. He's burning. <clears throat> oh man. Yeah. Oh, just it's, it's so it's, it's so we're at a buffet and, and well first, you know, a buffet that we can actually go to after the pandemic's done, but like, mm-hmm. it's a buffet of media of all the things that we want. And like, I think it's great. Even my kid, my kid was like, dad, did you hear that they're doing a Baymax movie? I was like, they're doing a Baymax movie. What? Like he's telling, like there's stuff that I missed that he's catching and I'm catching stuff that he didn't get. Like it's, there's so much of it. They're doing, they're doing a Chippendales rescue Rangers with John Mulaney and Andy Samberg is the voice of Chippendale. Like how fucking cool is that? Usually I'm, I'm pretty down on the, uh, the live action animated stuff. Because it tends to just be like, why are you doing that? There's no reason in the world for you to do that. But Chippendale is actually one of the few things that actually lends it, that does lend itself well to that, uh, particularly Rescue Rangers, because so much of the show was about them existing in a world with people. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm really curious to see like who's voicing Gadget and like who's going to be Monterey Jack and um, you know what's what is it going to look like? That's that's really exciting. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is this is gonna be awesome. I'm 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 so stoked for this. Yeah. I'm trying to look through anything else that we saw. Oh, I, I mean, the Mighty Ducks, ahead. Big Hero Six. Yes, uh, a sequel to Hocus Pocus. <laughs> they're doing a, they're a Hocus Pocus sequel. Yep. Yeah. Here's one that a lot of people didn't mention, but it actually sounds really good. It's another one of the Pixar movies, which Pixar very rarely misses. Uh, director of the Academy Award-winning short Bao, uh, Domi Shi brings us Turning Red. Meet May. She experiences the awkwardness of being a teenager with an added twist. When she gets too excited, she transforms into a giant red panda. That sounds adorable. Like I want to see that tomorrow. <laughs> and it's got some. It's got some like Ranma one half kind of flavor to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah no. I mean, and like. Hey, it's almost like when you get different kinds of ideas and different kinds of people in, or rather when you get different kinds of people in, you get different kinds of ideas. Who would have thunk it? Right? Yeah. It's it, not to knock. Well, I kind of, I mean, it was implied, you know, when I mentioned Wonder Woman, but like, what the fuck is up Warner Brothers ass, man? Like, they're just, we've, we've, we've said it so many times that it's gotten old at this point, that Warner Brothers is so old school Hollywood and they just are not adapting at all and like it's so frustrating to see because they have some of the best characters man they have control of the dc universe and like they're just they're dropping the ball with this man and it and it sucks and like it just it bums me out like paramount well, i mean paramount's doing actually it's not even paramount because star trek like went on the tv side is all cbs so like all of these other companies are just like they're not doing anything with their big franchises. And then you got Tom Cruise screaming at people and shit, like <laughs> rightfully so. I mean, but like, it's, I don't even know anymore. You know, like it's, it, it makes me feel bad because I feel like I'm just going to be like, well, I guess everything Disney's great. And then everything else is just going to get shut off. Like, I just don't care. I mean, I, I'm definitely excited for things that, that Warner brothers have announced. Um, but so much of what they've done and been doing for the last couple of years has just been reactionary stuff um, and taking the wrong lessons from things. Yeah. Uh, when when Batman Begins blew up, 
there were immediately rumors of talks from Warner Brothers like, oh, they want dark superheroes. And it's, no, we want we want superhero stuff that, that is true to the character. Like, that's why we're excited mm-hmm. about Batman Begins. And I was like, oh, I got you, got you, got you, got you. We're going to give you a dark, fucked up Superman story. Don't worry. It's going to happen. Yeah, that's coming. And almost everybody was like, no. <laughs> that's not, that's not the th- <sighs> Okay. All right, fine. And, you know, Man of Steel is a very controversial film. Um, but had a lot of potential and then didn't, uh, and then, uh, then didn't made a lot of bad choices. Um, but even that, even that is a great example of how they not just, they, they don't just fuck up once they're consistent. Um, they're consistently bad at certain things, um, as evidenced by the Snyder cut coming out, like, they're spending an extra, what, $70 million, $100 million on this movie that, like, 2% of the vocal fandom is talking about? Um, it's, it's so absurd and so ridiculous, but that's the kind of thing that they keep coming back to. And I'm hoping that we're going to get... I mean, I, like, we, we, know, we, we know that we're, we're getting a second Aquaman movie. We know we're getting another Shazam movie. We know we're getting a Black Adam movie. Um, Wonder Woman 84 drops on December 25th. So it's not as though these things aren't happening, but they're happening... I mean, Disney's just eating their lunch, man. Like, yeah. Disney has things planned out and, and mapped out in such a way, and they're executing things pretty consistently with, with, with fairly minor blips, particularly considering what's been going on. Um, but they're executing things pretty, pretty thoroughly. And I'm hoping that with, with AT&T stepping in, we're going to lose some of that sort of like, you know, studio system bullshit from, from Warner brothers. Um, and because, you know, the, the fact that they just announced, you know, future state, uh, the 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 comic uh, uh, comic event coming up in the next couple months, and there's a character from that they're they're already making a TV show about. Yep, like that's a big deal. Oh yeah, the um the Brazilian uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah, and to the best of my knowledge, like uh, Brian Michael Bendis, who's leaving, uh, um, Man of, not Man of Steel, but uh, Action Comics and Superman, he's gonna be writing a Justice League story, which ugh, whatever. Um, but he it looks like his Wonder Woman is gonna be that character, like they're committed to this thing across multiple media. Like that's a big deal. So I'm, I'm hoping that somebody at AT&T was finally like, Hey, why are, why are we losing so much money or, or better still? Why aren't we making all of the money we could be making that Disney's over here taking? So fingers crossed, man. I mean, and the suicide squad, that looks awesome. I'm, I'm super hyped about that. Another blip that you forgot about with them was, uh, the entire, DC Universe app, like that that entire uh. thing that happened, like we've gotten like a, an average TV show in Titans, uh, something I, I guess sort of above average in Doom Patrol, and something kind of pretty good in in uh, season three of Young Justice and Star Girl, and a bunch of and and just a bunch of other stuff that wasn't going to entice people to get the app, especially because it wasn't even available on, on most things outside of your TV. 
Like, I have a PS4. I uh, Before I got my smart TV, I watched 90% of the stuff via my PlayStation 4. And that app was never available on there. Yeah, I mean, talk about money on the table, man. Like, Yeah. It, it only came to Xbox after it had already been out for a year. Oh, God. <laughs> Just, like, how... Who's How do running you drop these companies the ball like that? Yeah, like this is. You know what? I was about to say, like, oh, sorry to make this, you know, PC or like, you know, political, but fuck it, it's our show. This is what we do, anyways. Um, <laughs> this is the problem when you have old white people run everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's. I mean, I'm not. I'm maybe that sounds glib, but I don't give a fuck. Like, it's it, seriously. Like, this is what happens when you have old, rich white people do things because they think. The safe, you know, I, well, this is a proven thing. No, 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 no. Like, you need to be innovative when it comes to media, when it comes to things that people want to watch. And, like, not only that, fucking track trends, man. Get your head out of yeah. your ass. Like, things are changing at a rapid pace. And if you're not doing anything with it, you're going to take one of the most, like, storied movie houses of all time and you're going to run it into the fucking ground. Yeah, dude. Like, but, it's. <sighs> but also, I also think, too, that. So many of the other, like, part of the reason we're getting all of these announcements um, and stuff, like, way ahead of time is because they saw what happened with DC Universe and, and realized, okay, we can't, we, we can't do that. We, like, we can't also fail in the ways that they did. Because, honestly, like, the biggest reason the Snyder Cut is even a thing is only because they're trying to get people to sign up for HBO Max. Because they really didn't have much new stuff at launch for HBO Max, it was just another app, you know? And so a, a, a way to try to entice people to try to sign up for this thing is, oh, hey, this Snyder Cut you've been hearing about for years, hey, it'll be on HBO Max next year. Come subscribe so you can see it when it's available. Well, and they're moving all that DC Universe stuff uh, that you yeah. mentioned. Uh, Taya, yeah. all that is going to uh, HBO Max, so they're yeah. really hanging something on that yeah because they were i mean they were smart in realizing hey this idea of having a hub for just dc comics that you can pay like five or six bucks for a month and be able to read all the stuff you want hey we should probably keep that that's a good idea mm -hmm. but people are not signing up to watch these shows that are coming out once a year and and then that's it well the other thing too is like with so much change in these companies, like it's very like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard like, like if a, a like a, a new male lion takes over a pride, like it kills all the lion cubs that were reared by another male lion. And that's what this feels like a lot of times when it comes to like new people taking over, they don't want to look at other projects that people have done in their group or in their company that might've been successful, that might've done something because they're like, no, 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 that wasn't my idea. Well, no, I don't want that. It's funny you say that that happens all the time, that exact yeah. thing, because yeah. it's, it's, it's a lose, lose. If the old, pro if the old project is successful, then the person who came before you gets all the credit. If the old project is a bomb, then you get all the blame. Yep. It's like, there's no way to come out on top. That, that's, oh, that's why we didn't, that's why we're not going to get the, oh, the goddamn Mouse Guard movie that looked so good. And then Disney bought Fox and was like, nope, be rid of it. <laughs> get like, it out of my sight. <laughs> on. 
isn't your whole deal built on a mouse? Like, why wouldn't you want to be like, hey, yeah, we got one more to add to the out of the pack here. Isn't that fun? Look. Hey, look. Hey, look. Another mouse over there. I just like the, the voice that you had that went with. Hey, there. Hey, there. Hey, who, who wants to see a little mouse with his sword? Eh, eh, you he's like, got a little and, and a bow staff. Eh, you, 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 like, you like the mice, eh? eh take a look at what, this mice, what these mice is going to do, huh? Like he's gonna, he's, it looks like he might fuck somebody up, right? Yeah. I heard that you like to see vermin fighting other vermin. So I got a cock folks, and I'm going to have a battle royale. <laughs> do you understand the merchandise that we can sell off these little mice fighting each other's? I just, I, because I, there was so much really, really gorgeous uh, concept art that came out for that. And I feel so bad for Dave Peterson, who was like this close, like a hair's breadth away from them doing an awesome 3D animated movie. And then, nope, Fox got bought. And Disney's like, no, we don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. Fuck you. Cancel why, shit. Why, why would we? Why would we further develop a thing that we've are, that they've already spent this much money on when we could just you know shutter it? You know, we can just get rid of it, right? You can just delete it. Like, that's the thing, right? Uh, sidebar: Apparently, in the last couple of days, uh, Wonder Woman eighty four uh, uh, PR released a poster. Did you guys see the Breakfast Club poster for Wonder Woman? No, I've not. No, I just put it in the chat. Well, um, look it looks. That fantastic <laughs> it's it you know what it doesn't that... look like it doesn't look like a photoshopped poster it looks like a, they actually posed a photograph that's amazing <laughs> it's so awesome that is outstanding like, <laughs> that's a, yeah that's amazing that really yeah that <laughs> I'm, I'm. I know what we're doing on Christmas Day. We're watching this movie, and then yeah. the next day we're gonna. That, talk that about might have this. to be a yeah. cast thing. Oh, yeah, man, that so might be. That. Yeah, I'm. I'm also so nervous. Oh man, that movie's gonna break my heart. I know it is. Oh, it's gonna be Yuli, rough. Yuli, are you familiar with the storyline at all of uh, <laughs> like Maxwell Lord and Wonder Woman, and what we think is the reason why Steve Trevor is back? Um, I am not. Actually, I mean, I, I, I know the comic book storyline with Max Lord and Wonder Woman. But, oh, we uh, don't know. We don't know for sure if this is the movie. But basically, Rambo had not had, had said, you know, if they use the, one of the storylines that's from the comics, then this is going to be really, really fucked up. All, all credit goes to my buddy Will, who's in the GGR group, Will Austin. Um, he mentioned this to me at a party and then he made me cry. Um, so, so, you know, Yuli knows about Max and how Max is like, you know, he was, he was basically, he was car salesman that became the agent for the JLI, uh, for the Justice League International. But then, you know, uh, flash forward, there's this great retcon where it's, it's suddenly like, I don't know, Max, Max is not inept. Max is actually the black king of checkmate. And was using his his psychic powers to make a joke out of the most powerful superhero team in the world so he could be pulling all the strings behind the scenes. You're like, oh, no, Maxwell Lord is a bad, bad man. Um, the the Will's theory is that uh, Steve's not really there. Um, Max is just projecting him into her head. Um, and... 
we're going to get a really, really brutal reveal of that. <laughs> oh, God, well, yeah. he can't, you know, I mean, he can't possibly be there because he died back at the end of, yeah, the, like, the, end of World War One. I mean, it's got to be some kind of trick. It's magic. It's something, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean. And, and thus far in all the trailers, we don't see Steve interact with anybody else. It's always Diana. Hmm. Right. So hmm. it's like, oh man! Interesting. <laughs> that rough. is a very interesting observation. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited though. I really, really, really yeah. want to see it. Um, what I want to do here is we'll kind of wrap up this portion of um, what we're talking about here, and we'll kind of move on. Um, just in general, like this, this was some big friggin' news to end the year, and honestly, like. I I know so many people are like, but the mouse is bad. Yeah, I know. Great. So so the fuck what? They did something really cool to make people happy at the end of the year. Okay? Like like think about that. Just just for like a slight second. I'm not saying it fixes all the shit that's going on in the world. All I'm saying is is like, isn't it nice to be excited about something for a change? It's true. Oh, yeah. definitely. Like that that's my only point. And again, I'm not saying like, you know, they Disney laid off almost their entire park staff, dude. Like everybody that works at their parks, man, that's fucked up. And it's and it, it really stinks. But like at the same time too, like that's part of it, it's the duality of business. Like you have to both succeed and sometimes you have to make some really, really tough decisions to do so. Um again, not excusing it, but thank you, Disney, <laughs> in a way, like for for doing something that's that gave all of us a little bit of something to look forward to, I think is 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 pretty damn exciting. Uh, think, that being, go ahead. Sorry. I think the 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 best and most adult way to look at it is Disney is a benevolent dictator, um, but they're still a dictator. Like they're 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 doing cool shit, and that's nice. I mean, hell, I'm excited about an alien TV series developed on on FX by Noah Hawley, the guy oh, who's been doing yes. Fargo and Legion. And like, that's going to be some weird, wild shit. But at the end of the day, Disney is still a corporation. So I I personally hesitate to to really give them too much props because this wasn't done for, you know, like, hey, everybody's really sad. And lonely. Let's give them something to be happy about. It was, hey, um, we know that there are a lot of theaters being shut down. The theater system might actually go out of business. So we're going to have you focus, hyper-focus on our uh, streaming service. Um, and the thing that we're, you know, stuff that we're not probably going to have set up for another couple months. Um, but it's coming. So get excited and, and bring your checkbook. Um, one of the, one of the few family guy jokes that I really remember fondly. I was is, just thinking of that joke too. Oh my Brian God. I am beating Michael Eisner yeah. <laughs> at a gas yeah. station <laughs> and mm. he's like, Oh, Hey, you're, you're Michael Eisner. And he's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, you go, man. Hey, do you want some, some mouse ears? Here you go. And he puts them on Brian's head and he gets in his car and he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on by Disney world. Bring money. <laughs> and he drives away. <laughs> and like not wrong. I mean, the, like you know, that's honestly the 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 thing that the lesson that I think a lot of people should take from Disney, particularly uh, businesses, is if you want people to give you money, give them shit that they want. Um, it's it's the it's the actual ultimate explanation of the customer's always right. It's not that whatever I want, you should give me because I'm the customer. It's, 
I'm only going to buy what I want. So give me what I want, provide it to me, and I'll give you money for it. And that's what they've been doing with Marvel stuff. And now with with Fox and everything else, so they're, they're realizing that these, these properties are valuable. Um, I'm, I'm not realizing, like they didn't know. Um, yeah, they just they're bought Fox on a... Uh, what? <laughs> no, it, it's, it's just smart business decisions. Yeah. And that's the thing that always blows my mind about Warner Brothers. Um, I could talk about this for another hour. By all means, let's continue the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, man, I come on, dude. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that because, like, here, here's the thing. Um, there, oh, there's my catchphrase. Um, so. <laughs> That was that was something Yulia they pointed out to me that I say a lot and I didn't realize that I said it a lot. Oh. <laughs> so now now I every time I say it, you know, apparently people are like, oh, he said the thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, everybody got to take a shot because Mike said, here's the thing. Um, I didn't hate Crystal Skull. Oh, I know that's a real shocker, right? But like, it, it's not so much that I didn't hate it. It just it wasn't as bad as I thought everybody made it out to be. Like, there was a lot of issues with it, but I mean, it, it's it was fun. I enjoyed it. I would like to see one more Indiana Jones movie, maybe for them to have like a second shot at this. But at the same time, too, man, like, how fucking old is Harrison Ford at this point? Seventy-eight. Jesus Christ! Is he really? Oh my God! <laughs> Yeah, isn't that something? Seventies, <laughs> he's seventy-eight. Come on, dude. This right. Like, you, uh, you are not yeah. Rita Moreno. She's still on that. She's on that one day at a time remake that they did. Yeah, she's, she's in like she's her good, mid-eighties. Yeah. That woman is amazing. And she can still dance her ass off? Yeah. And she's, she's gorgeous and funny and sharp as a fucking tack. Yeah. No, yeah. she's awesome. Yeah. Um, I was really hoping, and, and, and I mentioned this to you guys, I was really hoping that if they were going to do anything else with Indiana Jones, that we were going to get, like, kind of like what they're doing with Star Wars, where you go back and you fill in gaps. Sure. And like you would have to find another actor to play him, obviously, because he's old as balls. But like, can't I mean, can't we get that? Like, can't we get like, let, let's find somebody that looks like Harrison Ford to play young Indiana Jones. I know they tried this once in the 90s, but like I would love fucking love to see more Indiana Jones shit. Just him adventuring around the world, you know, like hooking up with random broads because that's what he does and then like him finding adventure and fighting nazis like or fighting commies or, or or fighting fucking whatever i just i would love that i love indiana jones and it sucks that they're like yeah we got one more movie in us because we did one shitty one and that's it well but apparently what they want is harrison ford playing indiana jones and this this does not have to be the clusterfuck that it apparently seems destined to be you know because uh, we've seen sylvester stallone you know doing you. these creed movies and you know that to me that's a blueprint for how you make another rocky movie mm -hmm. and you make it work you know it's kind of like oh wow hey you can still have i mean because i'll tell you what when I saw that, I mean, I liked Creed, all right? I mean, I haven't seen, I haven't sat down from beginning to end and watched the whole thing, but I've seen, like, the key points. And it's like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, all right, I, I'm down. But it, same thing with Creed 2. And I had forgotten 
but you know, because it came on cable when I saw it. I had forgotten what the deal was with Creed too. And you know, you're in Rocky's restaurant close to the beginning of a movie, and all of a sudden, here's Ivan Drago who mm-hmm. walks in. I'm like, oh my god, it's Ivan Drago. He's <laughs> in Rocky's restaurant. Oh my god, you know. And it's like, damn. And then, you know, that little twist they did where it's like, okay, so Drago's son wants to fight. The son of the guy Drago killed in the ring. Oh my God! What are, you know? And um, you know, but it was uh, it was a thing of beauty the way that they put all that together. Now I don't I don't know exactly how you fix all of that up. I mean, I'm not exactly prepared, say, to have uh, you know, oh, this is Belloc's son and he's messing <laughs> with Indy's son or something like that. But you could dress it up a little without having to have 78-year-old Indiana Jones is he trying really to that old? like he really well, the uh, Harrison Ford is 78 years old. I mean, it's like the, he's been around for you know, think about this. He was in his prime in 1977 when they did yeah. Star Wars. You know, that, that's over Oof. 40 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I can say. That's over 40 years ago. There aren't a lot of people who are going to be like adventuring around. I mean, it just so happens Mark Hamill was young. Mark Hamill is like 60 something, you know, it's like Nine. 65, 60. Yeah, okay, there nice. you go. It's like, nice. damn, man. <laughs> so obviously, Harrison Ford, who is like a grown ass man, you know, when they're doing that. <laughs> Harrison Ford is a grown ass man. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's yeah. like, damn. So, I mean, so, so it's to be expected. But I, I just, I don't understand because I, 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 I'm not as, I'm not as forgiving about crystal skull as you are Mike. Okay. I just, <laughs> I just really, I, and I saw that movie from beginning to end. That's what I, I saw all of that. And it was like, wow, I, I can't get that. I can't get those two hours back. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. Oh man. I mean, it was cool seeing, um, what's her face is Marion. That was, that was, Karen all right. Allen. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, even you know when they had uh, young guy there, Shia LaBeouf, you know, and he's supposed to be Indy's son. But then when they didn't actually, because that was like, oh, we're passing the torch. But then they didn't, you know. And I guarantee—I mean, I'm not expecting to see Shia LaBeouf in this movie. You know, I mean, That's I a know. safe assumption no. at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. we can all safely agree that Shia LaBeouf will not be in another Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's I feel like okay. the smart the smart smart play is to have have it be like either one of his students um or uh, uh a new teacher like there's a there's a there, there's you know he's close to retirement um at the school but also retirement uh, uh in his adventuring days and he starts training up a TA who you know keeps showing up with black eyes and uh uh you know needs weird time off uh, uh, during these really particular times. And, you know, and basically like Indy's able to kind of put it together like, oh, you're, you're doing all the things I used to do. You're just really bad at it. Like, how about I actually kind of show you the ropes a little bit um, and, and I'm able to hand it off. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah. I 78, man. That's, that's some shit, man. <laughs> I, I can't even Wasn't imagine what that, that huh? going to look like. <laughs> Right? Yeah, honestly, that's, like that stunt man is gonna be is gonna be in hella scenes with all the action. <laughs> they be trying to do. Well, so, somebody they might as well put his name on the movie. There's a, a 
there was a great tweet that came out after that somebody did after the announcement uh, that said, it, you know, the age that indie is now, it's going to be the mid set, like the early to mid seventies, which means it's the perfect time to take him to trial for stealing cultural artifacts. <laughs> uh, that's outstanding. And honestly, that is outstanding. And so, which is funny as hell. Um, but to date, the best pitch I have heard for any Indiana Jones movie, any Indiana Jones sequel, is for my friend Katie Tantillo. Katie, and, and she's like, Indiana Jones and the Spear of Destiny. Like, you get, the, you maintain the religious aspect, you get all the adventure you want, you get all the Nazis you want for him to punch, and you can set it in Argentina. Um, you know, it's, it's, right? Like, it's Indy, like, following up on... All old the Nazis shit versus old Indy. Over, um, like how how great is that? That's such a perfect summation of everything. It really is, yeah. I'm I'm for it. Let's do it. Fuck it. Let's do it. I like James um, Old. I'm sure he'll make a good movie. But yeah, seventy eight is a is is a it's a that's a big number to be running around being an action hero. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. All right, so let's do this, guys. Let's go ahead and wrap this piece up. There's more to our Christmas party, though. And you, the listener, get to be part of it. We are going to play a game. It's one of my favorite games to play. MC Brooks came up with it, and I'm so fucking excited. He found it for us. <laughs> We're going to play Holiday Would You Rather coming up on the next episode of At the Diner. So stay tuned. Make sure you follow us wherever it is that you listen on podcasts, whether it be Spotify, whether it be Apple Podcasts or whatever they're calling it now. There's so many options. You can listen to it directly on the website. We appreciate you. You guys keep doing awesome things. You, you keep subscribing and telling more people to subscribe. You're sharing you're donating money to an awesome charity. I I can't tell you how much that means to me. That this thing that used to just be a chance for me to write out my stupid Star Wars prequel rewrite fantasies that I had has now become something completely different. It's become not only something that can generate money for charity and help other people, but also we have a group on Facebook and it's become like essentially like a help group like it's a support group for for geeks and nerds but like not like oh i'm geeky and i don't know what to do it's like people are like i'm really struggling with quarantine i'm really struggling with um seasonal affective disorder and like everybody's reaching out and it's it, it's i never envisioned this for what we have but i'm so glad that this is what it's become and it's it's because of you guys. It's because of the guys on this podcast right now, because of Yuli, because of MC, because of Rambo, and so many other people. And I, I can't even name all of them off the top of my head, but I, I will make sure that I thank all of them. But also the listeners, thank you guys so much for being part of what we do. We really, really appreciate it. Stay tuned. we got more fun stuff coming up. Make sure you uh, listen to the next episode. And as we say at the end of every podcast, together there are no heights we can't achieve. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy!